Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome one and all to another edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby. No Defoe, just Luby here on the Believe Network. We do originate out of South Florida and we try and talk about all things sports right now. Football, it's funny, you have the baseball playoffs, you have hockey starting, you have basketball starting next week. You have a lot going on in the sporting world, but most of our attentions uh, are turned toward the world of football, NFL, college even and down here in South Florida, high school football uh, reigns almost supreme a lot of the time. Today, our guest is a man who set South Florida rushing records at St. Thomas, then went on to Kansas, of all places, and set the field ablaze at Kansas, went on to play in the NFL a little bit, and has been coaching youth sports and has a lot of training uh, groups, does a lot with youth high school, and even some with uh, college and NFL. Uh, a legend down here in South Florida and a man you should know, and if you don't, you will know after today. The one and only Tony Sands joins us here today on After Hours. Good morning, Tony. What's going on, my man? Oh, man, it's a great morning, great morning to get up, but it's a great morning that we can get on and we can talk sports, man, because there's a lot of sports going on uh, throughout the country that is lighting up. we got, you know, coaches calling out quarterbacks. we got, <laughs> uh, you know, playing out each other. So sports. It's always a great way to start the morning. I get up with mine. You know, when I blend my shake, I'm right there in front of ESPN uh, taking in some good sports. So it's a great morning. When you are the cousin of Michael Irvin, but uh, you are definitely not in his shadow. Um, or you might be his uncle, right? Um, uh, but you are not, there's no shadows. You, you set, you set it for him to follow. And I know he's looked up to you most of his life. Um, it's funny people as, as record breaking as you were at Kansas, St. Thomas is a program that to this day, uh, really started uh, in, in many ways down here in South Florida, what became a national trend where these high school programs, you know, started really treating high school football like it was not college, the NFL, um, you did major things down there. What well, what is different now? And look, with NIL not only affecting college, it, it it gets into recruiting. It gets into high school. I know you work a lot with high school athletes, and you are that you're a mentor in a lot of ways to a lot of these kids. Uh, what is NIL meant to recruiting to just high school sports, mainly football? Uh, like, what is it meant to it? Like, how involved is NIL when it comes to? Um, this high school football, how often are you talking to it? How often are the kids are talking about it? How often are the coaches talking about it? Well, one thing, and like you said, NIL changed it. It really changed the landscape between NIL and the transfer portal. It has changed the landscape of what college football and what high school football is today. Mm. When you look at NIL, because it starts, remember now, NIL opened it up for high school athletes that are moving on to college to where now when colleges are recruiting athletes, they're just not recruiting athletes uh, from the, how it was done back in the day. Now 
when athletes are talking to college recruiters, they're saying, okay, listen, such and such has a deal for me at $100,000. Can you guys match that deal? Mm. And now it changes the landscape of how we see it. Coaches just can't go in and sell a program anymore. You got to be able to sell the program and what that what benefits that you can give this kid in order to entice this kid to come to your university. So it's changed the landscape. Well, let me ask you though, because it's seen. And for, look, we saw in the off season, Texas A and M was in the news, and Texas two programs that had yep. somewhat struggled but did really well in recruiting. And look at Tennessee, same thing. And it hasn't necessarily translated to major success on the field. I I follow recruiting really closely. I follow all football really closely, and we've seen a lot of the major kids talking about NIL. But there are some other kids saying, "Look, NIL isn't everything." Because just because you get NIL is a year-to-year thing. People just assume you get one NIL deal, you're, you're locked in. That's not true. Like, no, no. if you get a good NIL deal coming out of high school, but then don't play, or then play poorly, then go to a program that's not focused on you, you don't keep that NIL deal. So I've heard some, not backlash, but sort of a 180 on, with some kids saying, look, I, I guess I want NIL money, but it also is still about the coaching staff, the facilities, the feeling I get, the the way they grow the position and have success in college and in the pro level. Like when it comes to you talking to kids, I know you mentor a lot of kids and you, you do a lot of training with kids. Is NIL their only thing? Like where does it place when it comes to recruiting and kids' college choices? It, it, it plays high. It, okay. it, it, because for some kids, mm. you got to understand they're coming from nothing. Yeah. So for some kids, it is, a high priority because it's a way that they can live a little different and they can also help their family. But now, and I said help their family, but there's a dark side to this NIL that people are not looking at. Mm. And I'm going to break it down because I'm on the phone with the NCAA and I'm on the phone dealing with colleges. You got to remember, when we go to college, we're still on our parents' income tax returns. Total income goes toward our parents. So now if I'm a parent and I'm uh, getting some type of assistance from the state, from the federal government, whether it be SNAP, uh, whether it be housing, whatever per se, if I get a deal that's $100,000, me, well, that attaches to my mom's mm. income. So mm. now my mom that was at some point low income now has become high income and, and run a risk of losing her housing mm. uh, in that with the school stamp. So it is a dark side to it that mm. I think kids got to know how to, uh, what we call, defer some of the funding if you're going to get it because we don't want you to get a one-year NIL deal and all of a sudden now your mom is out of her housing mm. and that NIL deal you don't get next year because when you look at it, we know kids going to buy cars, they're going to buy jewelry, they're going to live a little fancy and within a... a, 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 a six months that money's gone and mom has lost everything that she had so i tend to teach them a little bit educate them on how this may affect you down the line so make sure you understand what this is you get some that listen you get some that don't uh, but you know as i know that i inform them give them that knowledge because at the end of the day the worst thing you want to do is take the money and it costs their mom or your brothers and sisters 
So you were a star at St. Thomas, and yes. you went on to Kansas. <laughs> Not a lot of kids go from South Florida, Kansas. And you uh, took your South Florida swag and uh, took it and set records at Kansas, uh, namely the which is still record to this day, 58 carries, 396 yards, LDT, LaDainian Tomlinson went and broke the yardage, but that carries record still stands, 1991, uh, Big 8 Offensive Player of the Year, went on to play for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, well, Kansas is having a resurgence this year, Mr. Sands, and they already had you out there. You're with Game Day, you're with uh, ESPN, as you are probably one of the icons, if not the icon when it comes to Kansas Jayhawk football. Uh, tough game last weekend versus TCU. Jay, their stud Quarterback Jalen Daniels is hurt, so he wasn't a part of that game, but he swears he's going to come back this season. A big one this weekend. Oklahoma actually is struggling. How has it been to see Kansas? And we look, Kansas, a few what, about 10, 15 years ago, had a nice little run, um, and we saw uh, some success there, and it's been tough sledding since. They tried to have some success with less miles, and that didn't work out. Um, but they look, look top 20 right now. They're playing some really inspired football. It took a long... They haven't gotten the respect of the Tennessees of the world, even though they played better competition for the most part, and it played really well. What has it been like to see Kansas have so much success this season? Man, it, first of all, it feels good. And, and yes, they did bring me back. I was able to go back and start a new tradition mm. uh, called raising the flag. Once you raise the flag, it kicks off the football game. That's nice. when the game starts. So I was able to come back. I'm the first player uh, to kick off this tradition. I took my grandchildren back with me, wow. which my is a heck of an athlete here in South Florida. He's tearing up as a seven-year-old, tearing up the landscape. Oh, that's your uh, grandson? That's great. Yeah, that's, that's my grandson. That's great. And, uh, you know, a lot of uh, the recruits and, and fans in Kansas say, hey, let's sign this kid right now. <laughs> <laughs> They want to sign him right now. That's from great. what they on my uh, page and on his page, yeah. they want to sign him now. Like I told him, hey, listen, as Dion would say, today's prices are not tomorrow's prices. So, <laughs> early, so that way we don't have to wait. But to go back and to see what's happening, I got a chance to speak with the team on Friday, that Friday prior to uh, the game. And, man, it was like, you know, you tell young guys because you see the luxuries that they have, and you mentioned it earlier with recruiting with the facilities. Well, Kansas has great facilities. Nice. And they are, they are putting in over $300 million more of renovation. So I told those kids, appreciate what you have because it's guys like myself and guy, other guys that went before you that make this affordable for you to have. Mm. We had to sacrifice what we had. And when I went to Kansas, like you say, Kansas hadn't won a game in 10 years. Wow. But I made a commitment to myself and the guys that went before me that, hey, listen, when we leave, we won't leave the way we came in. We won't leave losers coming in. Mm. We will guarantee win, be a winner when we leave. And we was able to do that. My last game that I set that NCAA record, 58 carries, 396 yards, was the game that considered us as winners. We went out 6-5. and five. We did it against our rivalry. Missouri, and the program the next year went to a bowl game, and Coach Mason at that time started elevating the program to where it elevated it at a, record, a, a level of national uh, notoriety. Mangino also carried it to, to where they won yep. the Orange Bowl. Yep. Orange Bowl yep. Coach Lance, they was on a downside. Coach Lance came in, 
he emphasizing understanding the small details. Mm-hmm. It is details that you got to follow. And he's doing a great job with these guys. Well, Tony, and look, and, and, and you do work with kids. I didn't, I really, good for you, because I, I know, uh, I mean, I guess you're not in your 30s anymore, but I didn't realize you had grandchildren like that, so good for you. Um, but what's interesting is, and we've talked about this a lot, because, you know, we're out of the South Florida, so the, the big three in Florida have had a lot of issues when it comes to coaches and our fans, whether it is the Canes, the Gators, the Knowles, uh, are, are really antsy for success right now. And, and Napier's had... Some success early, but still taking some lumps. Crystal ball right now, two and three. Florida State, Norvell in year three is four and two, but the last two games were both winnable games that Florida State squandered away. Um, what do you say to fans that get antsy when it comes to coaching? Because it does take time to build a program. You're seeing what Lance Leopold's doing at Kansas. He's now getting national notoriety, but it didn't didn't take a, a minute. You know, it takes some time to build a program. When you're dealing with kids and when you're dealing with fans, what do you say? Like, how much patience should you have when it comes to coaching because it does take time to recruit get your talent build your culture you know and and we're in this day and age of instant gratification and instant success and that when it comes to sports that's not always the case the difference between when when we're looking at the university of kansas is a program that's trying to continue notoriety versus schools like miami florida florida state that had notoriety and their fans expectations were high well now they dropped off some, yep. and those fans' expectations are still of the Deion Sanders, yeah. the Michael Irvin, the Emmitt Smith. Yeah. Well, the landscape of recruiting has changed. Yeah. We're not getting those guys, and remember this, we're not getting those guys that love Florida State, mm. that love going to Miami. We're getting guys that want to just play for Florida State and want to play for Miami. There is a difference. When you love something, you put more effort into it. When you just want to go and play for somewhere because you might be getting a better deal or the facilities might be better, you didn't have no great facilities when Michael Irvin, mm. uh, Benny, Ryan Blade, Melvin Bratton, Alonzo Highsmith. When these guys went to these universities, when Dion went to Florida State, they didn't have Burt Reynolds Hall. No. None of that was there. Those guys wanted to go to these places because they wanted, they loved it, the brand. Mm. A lot of young guys, these athletes that are coming out now because of the notoriety that they're getting early, don't love these programs. They just play for the programs and look to go on and be gone or to get an NIL deal. So they don't, the love for the game is not there. So fans, has to be a little bit more patient. It takes a little longer. And you they'll look at, they're seeing other programs like Alabama. They're seeing other programs keep their expectations high. Well, guess what, guys? Those days are over yeah. when it's finding guys that love these programs. So it's going to take them a little bit more time. What do you say? And your your grandson's seven years old, and he's already on the football scene. I guess that's tackle football, <laughs> and he's lighting it up. But look, we're seeing across the NFL uh, 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 with Tua way down here in South Florida. You had the concussion uh, questions, and then now it's, it's they've gone the other way, and they're overreacting. Where Teddy Bridgewater, also on the Dolphins, doesn't really doesn't have a concussion, doesn't even have concussion symptoms, and they're taking him out of games. 
Uh, how do you see that affecting youth football? Do you see a decline? Do you, do you, like, were there any reservations? Look, you were a shorter guy, but no problem going right there and carrying it almost 60 times in a college football game um, and had great success in South Florida down here in the time when it was very physical, especially to play at St. Thomas, going into the NFL like, what are your thoughts on you? Because your grandson's playing, and you're as big a proponent about him being on the field. Are there any reservations when it comes to football in this day and age when it comes to youth sports? Uh, of, of course. I, last week on my own show, I had a, I brought uh, a guy that was my fullback on. Mm. He was the first guy that ever sued, filed a civil lawsuit against the NCAA for oh, wow. concussion. Oh wow! He was my Chris Powell, and uh, I brought him on, and like. One thing about this game of football, it is unique from any other sport. Uh, basketball, one guy can take it down and win. One thing about football, it is a team game. Am I? Why do I cringe sometimes when I see some of the some of the hits that go on? Yeah, mm. but we're producing more explosive, bigger, faster, yeah. quicker guys. And, and are the impact going to be harder? Yeah, but I think a lot of it is. There's more camera to where people can actually see it. Mm. And I think that's what's making the notoriety because the big, big hit always been, it is just until we heard the word concussion mm. that it made it brought more to it. And we've seen guys that have possibly taken their lives due to CTE. So now it's bringing more notoriety. I think the, the NFL is going to go back and look at some of it and say to themselves, okay, we got to be cautious that we don't kill the brain. If you notice, you saw how Tom Brady got tackled and they called uh, a roughing for nothing. Right. And now fans going to say, wait a minute, hold on. What is this game? Uh, You know, you can't, we come in to watch a football game, not to watch a particular guy. They like football. So, does it is it going to change and has it changed? Has the NC has the NFL done some great things in the way they're changing it? Yeah, but we as audience is just it's it's a violent game, and we know that every time that we walk into a football stadium, there's a possibility. Everybody knows we're walking into a gladiator sport. Yeah. It is a, you know when they walk in and back in the Rome, Roman days yeah. when they walk those arenas, they knew what they were going to see. Yep. You know, I, I sometimes tend to, you know, I, it's my grandson, so I tell my son sometimes, man, let him play some baseball, let him play, yeah. you know, do something else, but the kid loves it. He told me, granddad, he told me himself, he said, granddad, I love well, this game. Yeah, what are you going to do? Well, and that's the thing is, it's funny, and not to be, look, I love the game too, and I I, I have questions of my own children, you know, and my, my nephew is <laughs> into all sports, and it's all sort of been decided because my mother and my sister and my wife have been said, no, 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 football, but here's the thing, like, once you accept it, it is, like, at some point, you can only make it so safe, right? It is football, and either you accept it for what it is, or you get rid of it. If we're going to keep football, at some point you can only make it so safe while still keeping intact what the sport is. The only way that we can change this game as far as to make it safer is you're going to put robots out there. And I exactly. Don't want exactly. <laughs> I don't know. You watch it. Uh, watch robots uh, play football. They want to watch humans play football. So we, there is a certain expectation that you know you accept. It's yeah. just like every day. When you get in your car, yep. 
We accept that sometimes we may get in a violent accident. Yeah. We know. But do we say we change the way cars are? Nah. No. It's just a part of the it's a part of the culture, it's a part of the game. Yeah. Um and, and sometimes we just take the you take the good with the bad. Uh it, with that being said, but we try to make sure that everybody's safe and the NFL is doing a great job yeah, of trying to Hello? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, Luke. Okay, okay. Um, well, yeah. I was just going to say, they're trying, and I, and I get it. The, the problem is <laughs> they hear the backlash and they overreact, and uh, yeah. it, they'll they'll find somewhere in the middle, as they always do. Uh, how do people find you? You know, like, I know you got a lot going on. <laughs> You're always a busy dude. Uh, you talked about your show. Where can people find your show? Um, you know, because we definitely want to get the Tony Sands word out. Uh, well, I mean, they want to listen in on my show. It's every Thursday. Uh, I've had Michael Irvin, Deion Sanders on. They come on and we talk cowboy football, as you know. Everybody loves it when, you, when the playmaker come on and it's straight cowboy. <laughs> hey, uh, but, yeah, they can go to uh, BBS Radio slash the Tony Sands Show. Or they can, you know, look me up on Instagram on at Get Sensational, G-E-T-S-A-N-D-S-A-T-I-O-N. A-L, that's Get Sensational. It has my last name in it, and it's sensational. So, I mean, they can find me uh, They can find me there. It's, uh, or even they can just, as the kids would say, they can just Google Tony Sands, and it'll get them right to You can also check him out at Get Sensational, GetSensational.com. And on Twitter, he's great on Twitter, at TonySands24. Tony, appreciate your time, man. Look forward to talking to you a lot during this football season. And good luck to your grandson. And uh, I feel bad for those kids that have to try and tackle him because he's a speedster just like his grandfather. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, Tony, thanks, man. The one and only Tony Sands. Uh, we are out of South Florida, but he is a guy that he uh, he's the uncle. He's the uncle of Michael Irvin. He's really close with Emma Smith, really close with Deion Sanders. Um, they're all family. And uh, he's a guy that was an icon down here in South Florida. As well known as anyone out of Kansas football. I know Kansas doesn't have it a lot, but he's set a foundation for them. And they've had a really good season. And their coach is a guy that's hot. A lot of people are talking about Lance Leopold. We'll see what Kansas does this weekend against Oklahoma. They took one on the chin last week versus TCU uh, without their quarterback, who was doing a heck of a job. And uh, Jalen Daniels says he's doing what he can to get back. He's not writing the season off for him. Like Defoe and I would like to say each and every day, again, thank you to Tony Sands. To those that are struggling right now, whether it's my Florida State Seminoles, whether it's those Canes fans down here in South Florida, whether it's... Uh, those uh, Wisconsin fans, Nebraska fans who have fired, their coach has been fired in the season. It's a long season. There's always some light at the end of the tunnel. And you got to believe. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere. Not too loud, but good energy. Reasonable prices. And a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, <laughs> no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food, amazing atmosphere, good for a family, good for a date, or just a night out for yourself, and prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched, steaks hand cut every day, everything, and I mean everything is made on site, including their incredible bread. 
It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup. All you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. Hey, folks, Tony Segretto here. You know, since day one, Catholic Health Services has been part of old school. And since we've started letting people know about them, it's changed their lives. You see, Catholic Health Services, while being recognized as one of the top places for stroke rehab in the country, it's also about a group of people who not just excel in what they do, from the doctors to the nurses to the therapist, on and on and on. It's how they do what they do every single day that separates them from the pack. They do it with a passion, unmatched, and the inclusion of family in every step of the process. Trust me when I tell you this. If you want the best unmatched rehab with a special group of skilled, caring people, there is truly only one place, and that one place is Catholic Health Services. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.